welcome to Community Faith Church Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope this message will not only bless you, but reignite you as you continue your journey with God. Get ready to be blessed and enjoy. Guys, get some chairs and you can have a seat. I don't know how anything can happen. Amen. Are you ready for the word? Amen. I want to speak to you very briefly about uh, four things. I think I started in the beginning of the year and I spoke about this. Uh, your life will never be the same again if you understand this. And so uh, when you understand uh, a kingdom, when Jesus comes, he did not speak to religion. He's, he says, and the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is a system of operation. That is not like the world's religion. And so when God starts to speak to us, he says, I have come to show you that what I bring, I bring full of power that will never take stuff away from you, that will bring stuff to you. That's why the enemy, you must understand, we have an enemy, but God does not have an enemy. God is in a league of his own, but we have enemies. We, we have enemies, but God doesn't have enemies. And so you must understand there's some stuff the enemy has studied your life. The enemy has taken time to study you, particularly as a person. See your weaknesses, find out what have you been exposed to, and then what has, what has, what have, what, what has, what, what have shaped your belief system. So if, if you get saved and you ne- never get to know Jesus, there are some stuff that you cannot walk into. If you start at a work um, and you and uh, they they take you through orientation and you show you and they show you what to do, if you never take time to develop your skill for it to be to just be normal to extraordinary, your boss will never take note of you. Because you do everything just to the minimum to get your salary. And say so there's nothing spectacular, there's nothing that stands out, there's, there's nothing that says, hey, you're different. Even though you can, you can work in one office, do the same work. But there's something different about you because you've studied how I can take just sitting at this desk and become better at what I do. So, so the enemy studies and he says, oh, okay, okay, so you're saved. Okay, but you never take time to get to know what power you have. You take time to find out what really belongs to you. So you never take, you just, you just okay with coming to church and never walk in power. You, you don't even know the tools. You don't learn what type of tools do you have at your disposal. Uh, who knows, it's very tough for a mechanic. It doesn't matter how good you are. Without the tools, even the great mechanic can tell you what is wrong. He can know how to fix the problem. But if there's no tools that he can use to get into those small places, it doesn't mean anything. And so when we get saved, we don't take the time to find out what have God given us so that we will be able to do the work to which he has called us to do. Because remember the enemy, the enemy, he takes something that is beautiful and then he perverts it. Because there's something in your life that has happened, that has, that has, that has shaped 
your belief system. So something that was, that was, that was beautiful, you be, because of what has happened in your life, has twisted what is beautiful into something what is ugly and make it right in your eyes. So the enemy says, if you don't know what power you possess, if you don't take time to find out who you are, because all of us will go through challenges in life. And so if we don't study the tools that God gives us, how to be victorious even in that adverse circumstances, the enemy will use that to his advantage. And he will say, listen, I know you don't have the tool to fix this. I know, I know you can fix it, but because you don't understand that you have the tools to fix it, I will shape the way you think. Every one of us goes through pain in life sometime in our lives. Every one of us get hurt through somebody in life, all of us. But why do some people make it and others don't? How can some people just look like they've got wings as eagles and just fly above the storm? How, how is it possible that some people sometimes have gone through worse stuff than what we've done or gone through and yet they make it? And, and to tell you the truth, you won't even know that they were in the fire. Because, because they know something. And because they knew something, the enemy could not use their ignorance to twist the truth. Rabakate leboshike. All of us will go through adverse circumstances. All of us will go through pain. All, some of us will lose our jobs. Some of us will lose parents. Some of us will get divorced. Some of us will be attacked by fi financial uh, uh, stuff or conditions or, or, or somebody, your cousin says, no, no, because of a Christian, it's not somebody Because they don't know what it costs you to get that money, your last you saved up for so much and done muscle alles up. People go through pain. People go through stuff. That is true. But the Bible speaks about it can never be God that's wrong. Never. It is us that don't take the time for God to heal us through His Word. It is us that says, I've got a better way of healing myself. It is us that starts to hate God because of what has happened in life. But you don't understand. God is looking from the outside in. When he made man, he says, I give you authority. I give you dominion. Now, if somebody gives authority, it means that they don't have any participation in the outcome unless you do certain things. He says, I give you power. Who's got the power now? He says, I give you authority. Who's got authority now? So in other words, who can change what is happening here? God or you? So, so if things don't work out, who's to blame? God or me? <laughs> so now God, we must get right in the church. Because if you don't understand that you have the authority, if you pull now, right now, whose fault is that? Oh, but I was born into a poor family. 
okay, maybe I did not have all the, my father and mother did not have the resources to send me to, to university. But guess what? You grew up. Okay. You can't use your parents as an excuse anymore. You grew up. <laughs> you, 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 you started to grow, grow up and understood certain things. Ex- exposed to certain things. Now tell me, if you have the power, the power to choose, you can choose, right? You can choose right or wrong. You can choose to be poor or rich. You can choose to be healthy or sick. Sometimes it's not even the devil that makes you sick. Say, eat for kid. The devil is a liar. No, you, you, you ate McDonald's every single day. And then you pray, Lord, by your stripes I am healed. Then you go out and eat McDonald's again. Guess what you are doing? You are violating certain principles. You can't have a six-pack and eat like, like, like we could have, like you just eat and you don't worry and you don't exercise, you don't walk. Let me, let me finish this up in 10 minutes. Are you with me? Are you with me? Now, we look at our lives and, uh, and, and, and there, are, there are four types of people that God speaks in His Word. And he says, and, and the Lord opened this up to me while I was in my prayer chamber. And the Lord said, I'm going to give you some details to break this thing down. Do you want to hear this? Now he gave it to me, I'm going to give it to you. Free of charge. When you go to a psychologist, they charge you per, per hour. So I can do this teaching very slow and do it over a couple of weeks. Charge you per hour. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give it to you free. Just because it's free doesn't mean it's cheap. Maybe you didn't pay the price, but I had to pay the price to get it to you. So just because I, the way you honor what a person has put in to get something to you is the way you respond to what they give you. If your mother and father raised you up in a good and they begin to work and grow up and you start to have no attitude, the way you honor them is how you respond to all the years that you couldn't do what you are doing right now. Is how you rabakate leboko. Know that they can work. Know that, and that's how we we we, we tell God. Okay, know what I work. I can mostly work here. I can go for the interview. I, can, I wonder who put favor on you. I wonder who gave you the ability to see. I wonder who gave you the ability to walk. I wonder who gave you the ability through life, through time, that gave you some experience. I wonder who was there that gave breath, hallelujah, that put ruach into you, that put life into you, so that from, from, just, from just clay, all of a sudden, because of the life of God, all of a sudden, you became awake and you could see, you could respond, you could write, you can. Who gave it to you? Who gave it to you? Now listen, listen to this quickly, quickly. I took hours, but I'll give it to you in minutes. Is that okay? God will honor you the way you respond to his word. That's why what you think, I thank God for all the jobs. People get excited for jobs, that's good. Get excited. I get excited for entrepreneurs. Because when you have a job, you always, you always 
you're always on the clock of somebody else. You can only go where that person tells you to go in the amount of hours that you've agreed upon. When you are a boss, you determine time. You determine how much you get. They tell you we will pay you. You tell others what you pay them. Oh, glory to God. So when you have a job, that's, that's, that's powerful. That's, 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 that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's, 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 praise the Lord. But on another level, I'm going to pray, how come, how come? As I go McDonald's week, do you really think that God, you might start there, do you really think what God has in mind for you is to work for McDonald's? Or to have a franchise that others work for you. So, so behind the scenes, you start to see the system. You, you see how it works. You see how it operates. That's why somebody that's a slave mentality, uh, uh, they come to work just to work. Never see a vision of being the owner. So that you can have 20 McDonald's, 30 Kentuckys. Okay, I'm preaching to the wrong crowd. Let me come this way. Let me. You know sometimes why a preacher just goes to one section? It's because there is too much people sleeping in one section. So what happens in the spirit, even though I want to be here, there is a pulling always in this direction. You see, your praise, your amen, your, it's not for me, but it is drawing on what is in me. So, so I keep on walking in a certain direction. If you sleep on me, you cannot receive while you are sleeping. That's why some people say, no, 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 I need to come from the back seat. That's what seat for. I don't care about you, but there's something that happens right here, right now. There's just something that happens to people that says, I'm hungry, I don't care. At the level of city, that's it for. Hannah says, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw on God so that my son can benefit. He's not even born. Samuel is not even there. She says, I'm going to pray the nothing into something. Because what I'm praying is not just for me, it's for a nation. Why don't we pray for our children to touch nations and not just be in employment? Who can also see our skin cake and say, but it's greater as that. I speak it into you. I mean, I stand before you. I don't, money is not an issue. Forget about that because I'm in a system where God overrides. He's given me power. He's given me the ability. He's given me the anointing. So when I look at you, I don't see money. I don't see how much it costs. I see the possibilities. I look, I look at something, a house and a frani. It's real hard to go and that's your mindset. No? So you go the first thing that you ask is, and you know, we can't talk about it. The first thing that you ask is, how much does it have you, have, you ever, have you ever gone into a car dealership? In 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 as as near om te gaan net gaan sit en te enjoy me. The price set you off. The first thing you walk in. You know what I did when I went on the helicopter because there was not one coming. 
Rebakati Libasika. I'm preaching for the wrong crowd. Listen, it is not my ability. It is God's ability in me. I'm not foolish. I'm speaking the word. The Bible says the entrance of your word giveth light. When light, in the spirit realm, light is important. In the spirit realm, if God can open your eyes right now, it is not how you look. It is what you are carrying. So demons don't see you. They see what's in you. That's why when the enemy comes, he comes to steal what is in you. He comes for the word. He doesn't come for you. Because if he can steal the word, he can defeat you. Because there's something he knows that you don't know. But the light of God will destroy the power of the enemy. Rebakate leboko. That's why I don't care about your past. I don't care where you must have. I don't care if you come in the light. Hallelujah. God, what I have for you. Hallelujah. You can walk in what I have for you. It's not by might. It is not by power. But it's by the Spirit of God. Give God some praise in this place. Come on. That's why people, I'll prove it to you. That's, that's why people, people. Because they don't God will do. So they are prideful in the bikini. Because they are not exposed to the bayon. So in your world, die is for you, so die. Maar wanneer God naar jou kijkt, dan zegt hij: Waarom raak je excited voor die? Give the word so that I can expand your vision. That's why, that's why prideful people's arrogance get exposed and lack of vision through how they respond when they get the job. They can't praise God. They see it how long it has been. But how come it is so long? It's not what you don't understand. The grace in this house will make you walk in. They see it as a phone. But you don't understand spiritual. When you come under a grace, you didn't pray for it. That's why you'll never keep it. You got the job, you won't keep it because you never understood how you got it in the first place. You think it's you. Your celebrations are by a court vis. Because God is trying to save you. But still exposing you to His goodness. He said, they're so arrogant. They're so arrogant. En toch het echt voor jou een week gegeven wat zij ook eens voor gebitterd die. Maar maar wat zij daarom genoeg sinds gaat om nou en dan keer toe te komen. En dit is een eigen atmosfeer, die portal wat hij zondag opwees, wat zij net gezet het en niks gedoen het die. En toen kreeg zij zij die dan verdacht af hoe ze het gekregen. 
but you are so prideful that ek het die week, and the eerste thing what you do, you spend it on yourself. Zij koop a car, zij koop die, zij spend it op jou girlfriend, zij spend it allemaal die, en zij kom nie en gesê van God, Heere, ek het niks gedoen nie. Ek sit moos nou, man, en ek dink moos, man, maar ek het dan nog eens die geëerie, man. Ek dink moos nou, man, maar ek het dan nog, ek het dan niks gedoen nie. Nou, imagine, as God so goed is, dat hy iets vir jou doen, al het hy niks gedoen nie. Imagine, imagine, sê jy net, a bykie dink, en sê my jyre, die week wat ek nou hier so men breek, iemand anders het die prijs betaal. That's why, that's why, what you stay ignorant of, you will abuse. As sy nie verstaan, dat die vrou wat God jou gegeet is a gift, because of your ignorance, sy sal praat saam met haar net soos sy wil, because you abuse the gift. Wanneer iemand vir jou ander tekens gekoop, het ek my na haar kind, hy gaan speel hy sokke, met die schoolskoene, want hy verstaan nie wat hy dit en mamie betaal. They don't understand the cost of the shoe. That's why he plays soccer, he doesn't take it off. Whatever you are ignorant of, you will, will abuse. If you, don't, if you stay ignorant concerning the word, you will abuse the word. How do you abuse the word? By not honoring the word. A pastor comes to me and he says, how is it possible that your church, you guys can do what you are doing? And we don't ask. When pastors see me, they always ask for a seed. Always, always. People, when they see me, they see money. When pastors see me, they see money. I get all so good. I take up me and say, Free for all. I don't know. They phone me, they phone me, they phone me. Every single week people phone me for money. As ek hier nie woord was, ek mal geraak al. Nobody says, can I bring? What do you give a man that's got? So that you can get. You bring. So that you can be partakers of the grace. Zij vat aan van die grace. They ask me, how do you, how do you, because when they look at the numbers, it doesn't add up. You never ask us anything. They first said, nee, het hoe nie botter geval. But how, how do you take a 10 million and then put, make it a 40 million? Because whatever your parents give you, if you don't take it, and you increase and build on it, the Bible calls you wicked. Actually, when it speaks, can I just go in there and say, just. I didn't even start yet. You see what happened Sundays? God just let me. So, last week I couldn't. It will come. But check here. Do you know that the inheritance that God speaks about, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children? What do you think? What is that? Houses, money. Darum, darum, a kind of God dinina. Hulle worry nie, because hulle gaan aan jou geld eet. Hoekom moet hy God vertrouw? 
as jy klaar vir my huise gegeet, en die karre gegeet, om homself te verongeluk. Hoekom moet jy die huis, hoekom los jy die huis vir die kiekie? Toe los het vir die stoutkind. Sy los het vir die kind, wat nooit vir jou kon visit nie. You want to leave money for children that doesn't honor you. What do you think is going to happen to a child that doesn't honor you now and you're not there and you give them money? You want to buy, you want to buy, you want to buy him all the great stuff now while he's dishonoring you. You are saying, well done, keep on dishonoring me. Keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on dishonoring me. That's why in this house, you will never get close to me if you dishonor one of my leaders. Never. 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 If I find out you dishonor one of my leaders, you, I will never allow you. You have friends whose children don't honor you. Hulle kom in die huis en sê hy, Gaan met jou. En dan vraag sy nog vir hy kind, wil sy kosie? You never correct your child en sy, want sy kan ander mense so goed te spring as ons daar is. Can I preach this? No, no, you too scared. You're gonna lose friends. Listen, you're gonna lose friends, but jou sitie gaat langer hou. Ja. Jou sitie gaat langer hou. Can I preach this? That's why when you see children in this church does this. Dan moet jy opstaan en sê mama, 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 mama. Ah, ah, mama. Weet jy wat was die kost? There was a time where we sold all the chairs and people had to sit on the floor. Yeah. Then we started with one chair. And people came during the night. And they stitched. And they helped to get it as comfortable as possible for you. You weren't here to see it. Then we started with one and then four chairs. And, then, and every week we added more. But it took time. No, Mama, I can't no come Come, let me explain to you the cost, man. Mama, is it by your AC? By your AC, can I give you a fatality? Let the kids spring, man. But don't bring that spirit in this house because there's order here, man. No, no, no. You want to, you want to be politically correct. You don't want to offend no one. I've got five minutes. You see how easily people get offended when you speak to them? Because the spirit of offense came in. Order went out. Mensen raak kwaad voor die rechte dingen. Raak kwaad voor die vir die rechte ding. Hulle raak lief 
voor die verkeerde ding. And in your heart, you know what is the right thing. But you don't want to offend people. That's why God establishes the house so that because of the twisted mind of the world that have hurt you, that you've allowed in, this is a place where there will be correction in love and say, but this is what the Lord says. This, this is... This is what God's word says. In love. Moet nie vir die mense sê, jy gaat die altoe nie. You know, Jesus never preached really about hell. The first time he opens his mouth, he says, the kingdom of God is at hand. So he goes to the broken, and he starts to say, the kingdom of God is at hand. Be healed. The kingdom of God is at hand. Open eyes. The kingdom of God is at hand. Go and sin no more. Beautiful. Wonderful. So as you now to come and I rook, I say to you, but they rook, the kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus loves you. Take next with a rook, let they rook, they rook. As you come and I drink, let they drink. Hala glasen eat, I say to you, for me cook. And you let me drink some. Nou sê die religious mense, wat maak sy by die? Wat maak sy tussen hulle? Wat maak sy tussen jou familie wat so drink? Wat, wat, wat moet sy kom maak? Die kingdom van die Heere en liefde. En, you, you don't, you don't preach anything but love. You go to them and you show love. Don't speak anything about Jesus, you be Jesus. Don't you try to correct them, love them. It is what you carry that is transferable. It is not what you show. Hey Lord, I'm trying to get to the message, but okay, let me end off. Let me end off. Healing is in this house today. Forgiveness is in this house today. It is not your place, my place, to try to convince people that Jesus is the way. You see, now I'm coming this way. It is not your place or my place to try to convince people that Jesus is the way. Let me say it one more time. It is not, my, it is not your or my responsibility to try to save people. The Lord has not called us to save people. He has not read the Bible. We can't save anybody. He is the Savior. He will remain the Savior. When He is lifted up, in 
our lives. He will draw men. My job is to get all of him in me. So that I don't have to do the work. Allow him to do the work through me. I am his hands. So that's why when you speak to people, people say, but there's something different about you. When you, when they spoke, it, it, say, hello, Danny, do I hear the guys on Emmaus Road? The two disciples? See, it was hard to me. Didn't our hearts warm up when he spoke to us? So when you speak to people, do their hearts warm up? Or, or is it outschooled? When you share Christ, does it warm their hearts? Or do you leave them condemned? When you do preparation before you get into the presence of people, God's power will be displayed. You don't have to use a lot of words. Ah, let it be seen. Our problem is we are too, 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 too many times in the presence of people and too little in the presence of our master. It is in the presence of the master that the miraculous happen, that the love happens, that the peace come back, that the order is restored. That's why you can love people into the kingdom. Because love is in you. <laughs> That's why people that don't have the love of Christ will always throw stones. Somebody that has been with Jesus will never, ever throw stones. Never. They, you will see yourself if it wasn't for the grace of God. Where would I be? If it wasn't for his love. Where would I be? If it wasn't for his love. It is love that will save people. Do you ever, do you ever, have you ever thought, now if Christ had to spend hours With his father. What makes you then greater or me than him? Then think that we can change a life by spending five minutes. What makes you think that we can change a road saving souls by spending five minutes with him and 23 hours and 55 minutes with people? What makes you think that you can walk in the power of God? Not spending enough time with Him so that He can fill you up. And when you speak to people, the power will leave you and you have to refill again. 
It's not just a one-time thing. And, and I will teach you, if you will wait long enough, how beautiful it is when the Bible says in Job chapter 1 verse 8, uh, um, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, and I'm done. I will teach you because what we think is prayer. That's why people, it's tough for them to labor in prayer for hours. Because your understanding if, of prayer is twisted. That you think it's hard work. And there's no pleasure. <laughs> now sometimes there's, there's times as a, as a prayer warrior where you have to press through. But most of the time, it's like you sitting in a desert within an oasis. Very nice where you can just cool your feet off. Joshua 1.8, read. No, sleeping. Oh, not praying, not praying. You all look at me. I think you caught this, especially the leaders. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Five minutes, five minutes, I'm done because it's five minutes. The book of the law shall not depart. Now, now some of you that have listened to me in the intercessory prayer, don't, ah, I'll say, I'll go over. Jullie zijn nog kleven. Jullie zijn nog vroeger. Jullie denken nog, jullie kennen het. The book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. Which means, after you read it, you keep quiet. That's pretty. After you read the word, the Bible says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. What did you think about Jemini Prati? Okay, so, so, so you've been attacking your body by sickness, or your child is not serving the Lord, or there's, there's an obstacle in your way at work. So you find out what the Bible says concerning obstacles in your way. You find out what God says about sickness. You read some scriptures, and then, and then you, this book of the law is in front of you. And so you read it, you read it, you read it, you read it. And then as you read it, there's a scripture that pops out. From that moment onwards, you put the Bible down and you sit down. It's part of your prayer. You see, Albert O's mensen, they will always be service. People want to be busy all the time. If something is not, if you're not busy, you feel something is wrong. So God says, now, now, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you will meditate therein, day and night, which means for a full day, you don't say anything, at least. You guys didn't know that. Something new. For at least 24 hours, sit in your room, don't open your mouth, just meditate on that word that you read. And the Bible says, and the Bible says, you will make your way So you sit, you sit, you sit. Daniel meditated three days, three times a day. And it gave him the ability to shut up a lion just like that. Oh, they worry for me. But, but when you didn't see him, he was meditating. 
He didn't say a word. Then there will come a time after that day and night where you start to speak it out of your mouth because you've internalized it. You've seen it. It's in your heart. You can't stop thinking about it. But what we are doing is, I want to go to and there's no time for you to get the word from here in there. There's no time. And the enemy knows if I can keep you busy. You know the richest people only sleep for four hours a day. Four hours. Jay Blaver, I'm also, I'm tired. I need sleep. The Bible says a little sleep, a little slumber, and poverty creeps up. But the richest people, the Bill Gates only sleeps for four hours. He says, that's more than enough. Four hours. But when I see you, you always want to go sleep. Have you heard people, when you see them, who got it for that? I'm tired. Oh, okay, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. I'm going to pray. I've got another two hours to go, but I'll stop it now. And we didn't even start with what I really wanted to teach you. You say, now, 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 I'm done playing now. I'm done. Lord, I've missed you in so many levels, but Lord, show me the path back. Just show me. And I, I will, I will, through your, the power of the Holy Spirit and the word in my heart, and then you'll start to see that God starts to operate. The Bible says that the word is like energy. Have you read that scripture? The word, the Greek word for powerful. The word is powerful. The Greek word is, it's full of energy. So the word moves. It creates in you. It is not stagnant. So in other words, what needs to be done in your life, the Bible moves. The word moves. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing asunder. <laughs> bringing, bringing, bringing a distinction and a division between the soul and the spirit. And then I say, oh, so if you stand in the spirit, let it come natural bring bone and marrow. Both can function, but I can separate them. And they can still function. Some of you are sleeping on me. That's what I'm talking. You see, there's a spirit that makes you sleep while you get the word. It's a spirit. It makes you asleep. It creates boredom. Because the enemy knows if they get this word, I'm done. I'm over. He knows if you can just be alert and awake for to get this word, if you can just get the word, it changes your life. He's quite happy where you are right now. But the moment you start to heal the sick, the moment you start to walk in financial breakthrough, the moment you start to speak about the test, I was there, but then God came into my life and my life changed. All of a sudden, you become a threat. I don't see I don't see the sun in the house I'm done I don't see the sun in the house when he came to this church he didn't have any transport his back he was always broken he was like next 
hy het gesikkel, hy het geloep, met een grasneer, and he came under this grace, and he took the word, now he's not where he, because, because he's not where he should be, but he's no where he used to be, hy het altyd geloep in kosnei, this year in the beginning when we had the fast and we believe and we prayed even in the fast we believe in God, it's time now he's driving with his own bucky, paid fully people came to me and said, can we have this big tree here, you know when you see a tree, I see money <laughs> so, so, so guys came to me and said, can we have the tree I said, no he said, the thing is just then, you're struggling to get the tree, it's in the people's way. I said, no. I said, that tree is waiting for a son in the house that wants to make money. <laughs> how can you, how can you, how, some of you are sitting here and you don't see. Where people see a tree, I see money. I don't just see money, not for me. I'm looking for a son that says, I need a tree. <laughs> Some of you are looking for money. God will give you a tree. So now, so now, so now he comes and some guys, I said, no, you don't touch that tree. There were guys now the other day that tried to steal the tree. How do you steal a tree? You chop it off piece by piece. How will the devil steal from you? He doesn't take everything. He, he comes in because when he sees you, he doesn't just see money, he sees a tree. You see potential. He see you conquering him. So he needs to chop you one by one, piece by piece. Chop your destiny. Chop your breakthrough. Chop on your relationships. <laughs> oh Lord. You don't know Jesus? So he comes, I said, that old tree is yours chop it down, go sell all. So he brings his bucky. They started yesterday as they had hope for galore. People phone me and say, can we have part of the SNO? When you were sleeping, the sons and daughters were working. You eat from the vineyard. 